And that's what, don't worry, we got to get all of that. <laughs> Great, I'll start a sweat. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. Welcome to the More Life Podcast, where creatives, problem solvers, and entrepreneurs talk about squeezing more out and finding meaning in this crazy thing we call life. Let's dive in. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the More Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bart, if you're new around here. Today, we have a very special guest all the way from Norfolk, Virginia, uh, Jamar Diggs, uh, an integrated marketing strategist for online businesses. And we're really excited uh, to have Jamar here. And uh, he's a marketer of things online, specifically with YouTube and integrated media. But before we get started with all of this, Jamar, please say what's up to everybody. Hey, y'all. How's it going? I hope that y'all enjoy this episode because, like, it's just going to be amazing. I can feel and- it. You know what? There's so many cool things happening in YouTube right now. Uh, I'm really excited to have this conversation because YouTube is changing and evolving. It's getting a lot more attention from a lot of people who want to be content creators. But before we dive into all of that, uh, Jamar, tell us a little bit in your own words uh, what it is that you do. And that's what, don't worry, we got to get all of that. <laughs> Great. I'll start a sweat. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh man so jamar talk to us a little bit uh, wh- how does this all come about how did you get into a place where you were uh involved online and you st- said you know what i need to start a business to kind of help uh the people that need help yeah well, so, well it kind of comes all the way back from my corporate marketing experience so um i started like my actual career working for um, homes.com and front.com and being in their corporate marketing department, right? To where I was managing over um, 250 real estate agents, social wow. media accounts. And um, and it got to a point to where, and, and, and this was back in 2014. And so things were a lot different in social media back then to where it was more quantity over quality mm-hmm. and um and there was always a missing piece with our clients because they still needed to integrate their personality their brand their uh, their like really good um unique messaging um in order to get results and so um throughout that time i kind of just started making like having another outlet into doing um, my own business. That's where my own business kind of um, launched up on the side. And, um, and I was with homes.com and, and friend.com for um, about for like a few years. And then I went over to work for an amazing mortgage company, Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. And um, that's where I started building my own YouTube channel to, um, to, uh, uh, to, partner with my own like business. And that's also when I made that company's YouTube channel. And uh, I was just creating all this content. And um, in March of 2020, um, a week before the pandemic, I decided to go full-time in my business. <laughs> and Lucky and you. I went, oh crap, the pandemic <laughs> is here. What, what did, what was I thinking? And, <laughs> but yeah. As I um, went full time in my business, my YouTube channel was actually like working for me. Wow! To where like people were like, finally, I'm ready to like not meet you after 6 p.m. You know, like, and so um, 
it was getting to, to the point to where my brand was already um, working for me and my YouTube channel was, was working overtime for me and people were, were subscribing to my channel, watching my YouTube videos, opting into my email list, getting the tripwire and then wanting to work with me in social media coaching. And at that time, that was kind of like the first time that I saw the marketing strategy actually work in every single piece being involved in it. Cause when I was in corporate marketing, you know, you, you either give strategic advice or you only do like certain pieces of, mm -hmm. of the strategy and you don't really get to like really see and feel the results, like how you yes. do when you have your own business. And that was like the first time that I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do more of this. Like what, how can I do more? Like what, why don't we do more of this as a business? Right. And um, just all together. And um, I started doing some social media coaching. And then um, about two or three years ago, I ended up going all the way in, in YouTube because it was such a unknown place that, um, business, that business owners were not taking advantage of at all. Like that kind of journey that I just took you through um, of, of how someone became a stranger and, and a client of mine, people were doing that kind of stuff manually. And they were getting burnt out like a lot. And so um, YouTube just became like um, something that I already love to do and decided to kind of show these business owners how to really leverage it in a way so that they don't get burnt out and they can really focus up on their business and scale their marketing effectively. That's a waterfall of information, but it's been so good. Okay, I have so many questions. Firstly, small question, very simple. Um, what year was it when you started with that mortgage company? Uh, it was, I want to say 2017. Okay, 2017. So we're in the heat, like what you said, of still that quantity over quality. You know, th I think of like in, in, in uh, uh, like Casey Neistat, Daily Vlogs, people that were outputting tons and tons of content every single day and that's how you could see so much growth the platform has evolved and changed since that we also had you know adpocalypse we also had back then um uh, uh, clickbait that was going crazy people that were doing that kind of stuff and it's been regulated a lot more is is 2023 still a good year to start a youtube channel I would say yes. I think any time is a great um, time. And that's just not me. You know how realtors uh, say, it's always a great time to get a home. That's not what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Not in 2008. But, right. But uh, what I mean is that, so I strategically help business owners use YouTube for their business, right? So um, these are people who are not really interested in being an influencer. They're not really interested in being a YouTuber. They're not really interested in being labeled as a content creator. They see YouTube as a marketing tool to help um, expand their brand visibility, their brand visibility, and to help get more people into their sales funnel so they can have more um, confident buyers and mm -hmm. have better sales conversations with them. Right. So that's totally different than yeah. how like a content creator would use YouTube. And and there's nothing against that. But um, but when it comes to business owners, I think it's very important to to talk about the difference in how content creators use YouTube and how we should be using YouTube. And and I help my clients really see the value in it from a search engine perspective and in a um, 
integrated marketing perspective and just in a um, brand visibility expansion perspective as well. So from that perspective, um, you could jump into YouTube at any time and still benefit from its search engine because that's how we leverage it the most. That's awesome. There's, yeah, there's so many great things happening within YouTube and people are, think of it only in one way, maybe in one or two ways. Um, but I have not heard a lot of people using it specifically as an agent to help them uh, feed into a funnel, um, to help them convert leads. Um, a lot of times you, you think of other social media platforms uh, and people think of people who post regularly on YouTube as content creators. So maybe dive a little bit deeper for us and what is the differentiator between an owner operator, a business owner who is using this as a tool versus a content creator who is using it as a tool, right? Because they, they're both using YouTube as a catalyst. It's just one is trying to build a reputation and a brand and a following, and the other is trying to generate leads. So maybe walk us through a little bit more of what those differentiators are. Yeah, so when you think about YouTube as an influencer, right, um, the way that they move with YouTube is totally different. And so when you are using YouTube as a content creator, your your goal is to entertain your viewer so that they can stay on your video for as long as possible. They will just binge your um, binge your content because at the end of the day, you get a piece of the ad revenue um, that YouTube will share with you, right? That's how you make your money. You make your money by making sure that you keep bringing in those people that are gonna watch your videos or you just keep bringing in people to watch videos so they can be entertained in some, in some kind of way, right? When you are a business owner, your job is to use YouTube to find people who are problem aware, people who have questions that need answers in order to get to the transformation of the skill set that that um that you can help them like get to that transformation faster right and so um your job is to bring them in but to also get them to make an action which may end up being to get off of YouTube and onto your email list or get off of YouTube and go into a community-based platform, a way for you to go deeper with them so that you can start collapsing the time on closing the sale or um, getting in an, a, another touch point, right? Because marketing is not linear. And so um, YouTube is just one of those many touch points that has to happen in order for your for this person to make an educated decision on whether or not you are the person to work with. And so that's how you use YouTube as an owner operator, right? You're using YouTube as a medium to attract people who you have never met at all <laughs> and get them exposed to your ecosystem and, um, and your concepts and for you to shift their perspectives to understand that your way of helping them solve their problem is a valid way and they should consider exploring that with you. Okay. So what I'm hearing is that there's, there's so many additional benefits here for business owners. And I'm, I'm assuming you're also helping them with like some type of technology stack. You're helping them with like other tools and softwares to tap into this. 
So what does that look like? Um, you know, we use uh, HubSpot and stuff like that to also help. But again, we don't necessarily use our YouTube channel, um, the one that's under my name, as a, I guess, a business tool. Uh, we would be on the other side, more like content creation. Um, but again, there is, I'm just, my mind is just running with ideas here because for all these smaller creators like myself, you know, you're under that thousand dollar, thousand uh, subscriber mark, which means you can't monetize and get some of the benefits of a creator. But if you have a business, you're able to leverage even a few hundred followers uh, into your system. So talk to us, how do you integrate, how do you work with clients? What are you showing them um, in terms of connecting it to their system? Do they need to have what, email marketing? Do they need to have um, social media? How do they, how does this work within an actual system so that when somebody who is unknown to this business becomes known and how you two play the role in that? Yeah, so, most of the time, so um, when we're talking about these types of business owners, they already know how to get leads and sales manually. They're already making money. They don't. They they already have some kind of system in place, right? They already have a way to attract people. They already have a way to convert those people. Um, YouTube is just um, a traffic source for them, right? And so when we're thinking about um, the systems that they need, right? So. I do not, I can always like advise on some things, but most of the time they, they, they already have these things in place. So they already have, um, most of the time, they already have some type of lead magnet. They already have some type of lead magnet. And um, the lead magnet that I recommend is something that is um, structured around their framework of like how they work with people to help them achieve some type of transformation. Um, they also have a... Um, an email marketing, sales sequence, welcome sequence. They already have those things in place to make sure that uh, once someone comes into their email list, um, then that person is going to be sold to or targeted in some kind of way based upon what, whatever type of data they get on that intake form, right? Um, and then that email marketing platform is going to start... Um, connecting the dots between like when to sell, what offers are good for them, what should, if they have a sales team, what should that person be doing, right? If you have a SaaS platform, is it like a free trial or something like that where you need to talk, where like now that triggers to, to the sales team that, hey, this person is, you know, it, it just really depends on what is their sales process already looking like, right? Um, and then um, I always recommend them having some type of community-based platform. So they have some type of like, maybe it's like LinkedIn, Facebook, or, um, or Instagram. And so um, when it comes to tech, it really is just how, how are you nurturing these people? How are you um, making sure that they go through your sales funnel, right? Yep. Because I don't do that for them. <laughs> yeah, right? you can't like, be out like, here everywhere doing everything. Yeah, so because what, what happens is um, YouTube is to help um, you collapse the time between these people um, of like closing that sale, right? And not even closing that sale specifically, it's Making to make sure, it's to make that connection that you are the authority um, in this space and that they, 
you get to have a more quality sales conversation whenever it happens, right? So using YouTube almost like a built-in knowledge base of your expertise, right? Doesn't mean that you're giving everything away for free or whatever like that, but people have questions before they want to give you money. People have questions before they figure out that they even need to hire someone like you, right? People don't know. Um, people search for understanding. They don't always search for to do the actual thing. Right. And so um, if your YouTube channel is positioning yourself as an expert, showing showing how you work with people, um, breaking down the con the, like the core concepts that you take people through, that you help implement, that you help guide them through. Right. There's no there's no extra questions that happens in the sales process. They're already on board. It's just right. a matter, it's just a conversation of when is the right time for me to get started to be working with you. Right. So how do you get people who are not necessarily on camera people to be on camera and feel comfortable. Is it just that they have a desire to do it or do you help and coach them with presence, charisma, how to work with a camera? How, how granular are you going? I don't go that granular. You have to want to be on camera. You have to like, <laughs> you have to, you have to understand that video marketing is, is what you want to do. Right. Yes. So the best type of leaders that benefit from working with me are the ones that already see video as an important part of their marketing strategy. Love it. Right. Uh, now, now it. that 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 doesn't mean that it should be everyone's marketing strategy. You know what I'm saying? If you are not good on video and um, maybe blogging is a great thing. Right. Maybe podcasting is great for mm -hmm. you. All strategies work. You know what I'm saying? I'm just an expert in the YouTube side and video yes. marketing side. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go that way with me, that's great. But if you need me to teach you how to feel good in front of the camera, I am not your person. You know what I'm saying? I may do like little challenges or something to help people in that area to help them get started. But when it comes to like my highest type of like retainer, like my integrated marketing consulting, those people, they already know that you, that video is the answer for them. Okay. So yeah. you're helping them build maybe content strategy uh, ideas to build some more uh, um, mm -hmm. connections between them and their funnels, between them and their white papers that they're going to be able to get them inside their systems. Yeah. Yeah. So what, um, what really happens is um, we have some type of, I call it almost like a YouTube funnel strategy. It's like, it's like, it's like a YouTube funnel framework when it comes to YouTube where there's, um, uh, a specific set of like videos or types of video um, videos that I want to see up on the channel just on a on a regular basis right so it's not just like just five videos like that you just have up there and they just kind of last forever and whatever they it's a continuous amount of like videos that you do but they're um like they're like how to tutorial your sh like they're shifting perspectives videos there's videos where you are combating objections there's videos where you are um showing case studies and testimonials and things like that right and um and so those types of videos are going to help build that connection and get people to um, to want to work with you or want to get closer into your marketing ecosystem. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Um, I, I want to also talk about you, the business owner, right? Because it's easy to do this for others, mm 
mm-hmm. sometimes it becomes more challenging once you have a business doing it for others to mm-hmm. keep up and to keep and to keep doing it for for yourself. And doing it for yourself exactly. now becomes <laughs> now becomes a challenge. I used to love being on social media until I started being somebody who works in social media. And now I never, I think the last post on my Instagram was when my kids went to school and that was the first week of September. So, you, you know, how, do, how mm-hmm. do you then feel the energy? And because I'm sure the desire is always there, but you're just like, oh God, I don't know if I can keep doing it this way. Yes. Yeah, so we, we need to talk about this. Yes. So that is, uh, so this is so funny because that's actually what I am in. I'm always in that world because it's like, I'm telling my clients getting more views and more things than I am on my own channel. And I was like, I was talking to a client, um, the other day and we had our strategy check-in call and I was like, so yeah, your video has like 10,000 views in the past, um, uh, three months. That is so fucking amazing. And I'm over here looking at my channel and I'm just like, I didn't make time for my own stuff. And, um, but the, um, here's the thing for me, um, I've been through like, uh, I've been through a few transitions in business too. Right. So, um, I have like about two years ago, I went from, um, consulting on YouTube and to having a full-on agency. And oh, wow. um, and um, I had the agency for like two years. I still have it, but it's not as robust as it was um, <laughs> as it was at the beginning to where I was, where we were managing the full YouTube management process for our clients. And at that time, like I was just so obsessed with helping them and, and doing doing their stuff that I couldn't even do my own thing. And, um, and over time I started to realize that, um, well, two things were happening where one, I need to focus on my own marketing mm-hmm. and two, these clients ain't going to last forever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They ain't going to be around forever. And, um, and, and three, actually, some of them suck. Some of them were <laughs> ridiculous and they started messing with my own, um, Peace. My own confidence. I said, wait a minute. Hold on. You the one not, not doing the work. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not on me. But um, but and and so basically I also had realized this is where I started niching down even more to focus on integrated marketing strategy because as a service provider, um, it was so apparent that these business owners were hiring multiple service providers for marketing and everyone had their own strategy. Yep. Okay. Everyone had their own strategy. And so I, cause, and I swear we're going to get back to it being about me because don't worry, don't worry. I like this. This is, this is helping me. (laughs) Um, and everybody had their own strategy and it, and the strategy calls that I would have with my clients would be basically, well, how many leads am I having? How much traffic am I getting? And I was like, hold on, hold on. That's not how this works. That's not the conversation that we're having here. Well, it shouldn't be the only conversation that we're having, right? right? Um, And 
it was because, you know, they had a Pinterest manager, they had an Instagram manager, they, they had a podcast manager, they had a, um, or a video podcast manager or stuff like that, right? While, while we're still managing the YouTube channel and it was just so many things that they were paying for to where really um, for business owners, ROI started to be about how much am I paying the service provider and how much am I making yeah. from from what I'm paying them, right? It became not about the marketing anymore. It, it became no. about how much I'm paying. Yeah. And, and I started realizing that. Um, and, um, and what I had decided to do, because really I want to hit this on, on the nose that like you and I both know that marketing is not linear, right? And so what happens on one platform helps the other one. It helps your entire marketing ecosystem. Like, just like I always use this example um, is like when I was doing my YouTube channel, like really heavily, right? Um, and when I went went full-time in my business, um, this person um, would binge my YouTube videos. They would come over to Instagram and tell me how much they like, they love my YouTube videos. And then they'll stay around there. They'll, they'll hang out. And then next month, when I had launched my, um, my group coaching program, they were the first people to sign up. If you were to look at my analytics... That will show that it that 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 person came from Instagram when really that person came from YouTube. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so there are so many marketing touch points that have to happen in order for someone to make the move, right? And honestly, in that situation, it was just so that my offer was not available yet. You know wow. what I'm saying? So yeah. think about that. So so it's not only it's like there's so many other variables that you should not look at your ROI just, just based upon who you are paying and how much you're paying them, right? And so it's um, a ripple so, effect. Yeah. And so they were having so I was having those kinds of conversations, right? And um what I had started to feel was that it became to be a competition of whose strategy is getting the clients the more results when we all know as marketers, that's not how it works. Right. Like I have, I have analytics and dashboard showing our clients, like how much traffic actually comes from YouTube and how much, and like who opts into a lead magnet from YouTube. But that doesn't mean that they were completely new. You know what I'm saying? They could have came from someone somewhere else. That's only tracking the, the most recent attribute (laughs) you know what i'm saying and and so um it started to feel like a competition between service providers when really we should be looking at how can our collective skill sets contribute to the client's overall marketing strategy yeah i have a uh a friend of mine who's a business owner and she now puts she's a gangster she now puts uh in her proposals that if they are to the SEO uh, consultant, if they are to work together, this is what she expects. She gives them uh, what the expectations are, what they're going to get. But she also puts in there that they have to provide, even if they don't have it, they have to hire somebody to be a manager for this aspect that is integrated with them. Because she's like, what's happening is exactly what you were just talking about. If they got three different people talking in their ear, and so she's here helping them with a sales page, um, but they got somebody else for paid ads, and they got somebody else for the blog. And so what's happening is now she's involved 
but these other things affect her thing, but she has no say and no voice. And they just because you're a business owner does not mean that you know how to manage multiple campaigns and sequences altogether and have the big picture technically to manage a marketing campaign. So she puts that as a clause I can only work with you if you have other vendors, if there is somebody dedicated on your staff that you manage who we all report to and this person is knowledgeable enough to help us make sure that we keep track of things. Otherwise, you are going to end up into this, well, what did I get from my investment Um uh, loophole where people just become in this cycle and they're just going to be like, well, give me, give me, give me. And it's just, you know, it, it's, it's giving entitlement. That's what it's giving. It's giving that you're ungrateful. It's giving that you don't understand. It's giving that, you know what, you're a bad client. It's giving that we shouldn't talk anymore. Because when you, when you have that loss of value between a vendor and a client, it's like, oh, we're not even on the, forget the same page. We're not in the yes. same chapter, the same book. We're in a different yes. library. It's giving, yeah. It's it's giving terminate the contract. It's giving. <laughs> it's giving. I'm gonna give you a little bit of a refund. There was a time yes. where I gave someone. I said, "Girl, it's time to go. Here's two hundred dollars. <laughs> have a great day." I was like, "Here's something back and have a nice day." I was like, "You, you got to go. You got to go." <laughs> and you know what? You slept better that night. I guarantee it. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you have that additional stress, it's like, well. Even if I work harder, they're not going to be happier mm -hmm. because they don't understand the value proposition of what I'm offering them. They only look at bottom line. And I do understand a lot of business owners are bottom line thinkers. They see things only in dollars and cents, red and black. But there is, in terms of long-term solutions, it's like a building block. The, the second thing is built on the first thing, and the third thing is built on the second thing. So it's not necessarily, like you said, linear, where, uh, you know, two plus two equals four, and it's just going to take you right down this path. And, well, I did these three things, which means I, I now deserve this. It's like, no, you eventually get all that plus more back, but you have to work the system and work through the process. This is this is so good. This is so good. I'm loving this already. Um, Jamar, talk talk to us about. You mentioned uh, a, a coaching program that you had, and that the program uh, the person came from Instagram, but really came from YouTube. Talk to us a little bit about how you set that up for yourself, because I'm greedy and I want to know for myself. Yeah. So um, this is actually. Um this is before I even knew what it was. This was the integrated marketing strategy at play. Now I just called it something. Now I just call it what it is now, you know, back in, back in um, 2020 or whatever, I was like, this is magic. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is not magic. <laughs> but um, so what I did was, so um, it's kind of like we did a YouTube funnel up on YouTube. So I had specific type of content up on YouTube that, um, that is bringing in people who I can help, right? And so um, I had a series of, um, of videos and some examples would be like some, what I like to call anchor videos up on YouTube where, and these are the how-to tutorials, um, like frequently asked questions, if you will, right? What are those things that people are always gonna ask that people are really searching for before they even right. ask 
an expert about, you know, they're, they're looking for those types of answers. And then I had um, videos that would be shifting their perspectives, right? So shining the light on things that they have probably have been trying and why, why it wasn't really working to like working for them. Like what, what were some of those mistakes that they have been making? What are some of those things? Like, um, those are ways for me to really shift their perspective and to see, Hey, this is probably, you should be thinking more this way, right? Um, versus whatever you've been doing. Right. And this is why, um, then we started having, um, stuff about like combating objections, right? So what are those things that people do that are band-aids that are really just um, prolonging um, a real their, solution, the real solution, right? And so having like these types of videos, right? So basically I had this hub of videos that were being found in search, right? Or were being recommended, being suggested all through the YouTube algorithm, right? People were finding me um, and then um, one of my call to actions was either to get onto my email list or to follow me up on Instagram. Where right? did you put the email list in like the description of the, of the yep. video? Yep. Yeah. Every video, every video should have a call to action, right? Because so, so every video should have a way to get them off of the platform. My favorite thing is my primary call to action is to get them up onto my email list, right? Download that freebie, download that free training, um, go deeper into my framework so that you kind of can get on board with it even more, right? My secondary call to action sometimes is to um, find me up on Instagram, right? And to connect with me um, there. And so these, so these people knew about my community-based platform, right? YouTube just wasn't like a tube, like a box that they, just only see me here and that's it, right? They knew how to con they knew how to find me in real time, right? Um, and so I like to use YouTube and Instagram together because YouTube is my attraction based platform, right? The thing that uses the um, that helps me find new people every single day, and then Instagram is my community based platform where I'm able to um, connect, nurture even more, right? They get to see my stories, they get to see my personality, they get to um, see that trust factor a lot more faster too, right? Um, and then along with that, um, the content that I'm sharing is still in line with the content that they saw up on YouTube. It's just a little bit um, elevated. It just looks a little different. It's, it's um, content that is more so now you are um, solution aware you know that I am the person. You know that I'm a, I am on your radar, right? So now let's start talking about some other things to make sure that like um, you get it enough to move you further down that funnel. So my so my Instagram is more so um, solution aware type of content, while my YouTube channel is problem aware. Okay, so you're you're being very strategic here. And you're using basic uh, uh, funnel principles, meaning the widest, the widest part is going to be your YouTube, and then you're focusing them down into that consideration phase. Um, it's going to be inside of Instagram, and then you even get even more personal inside their email box, um, and that's where people make decisions. That's a great place for people to make decisions because you have so much control, and you can put them in a campaign or a sequence where they receive multiple things on on uh, uh, a topic or a program that you're offering that they're clicking on, you can track all that information. 
what are you using to do this? Are you using like uh, Mailchimp or Podia or HubSpot? What is the, what's the part where people are using? What software are you using to help people make decisions? I so I keep it very simple, and I am I like to call myself a tech hoe because I know <laughs> I have so many. I've been through it. I have been through so many, so much tech. It's ridiculous. Oh my okay, God. my computer needs to leave my ass. Okay, because I have downloaded so many things upon this thing. I've used so many apps, but um, but right now I I just use um you you can use any email marketing platform. I've used Kajabi email to do these things. I've done, I've used um, also um, Flowdesk before. I've used, uh, I use um, ConvertKit now. I always come back to ConvertKit. So that's really like my favorite one. I don't use HubSpot um, only because the stuff that I'm doing, I don't need that much of a, of a robust um, platform. It does amazing things, but I'm like, I don't really need all of that. Um, so, but um, but for me, I can get the job done with um, with ConvertKit uh, as like the main um, tech, and then um, I host like my courses or things like that. Um, I I've used po like I use um, Podia, I've used Kajabi, I I use Podia like now, but um, I'm launching a community next week, and so my courses are going over into Circle as well. But um, what's Circle? Circle is a it Circle is like a membership um, community platform, okay. and they that now, sounds and now like a cult. Like a, that's why. I was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> now, they, now they have like this feature where you can also host your courses, and so I'm like, well, let me just put it all in consolidate. One. Yeah. yeah, but but if I didn't have that, I would be using Podia 100. It's just it's just so easy to use. I love it, um, and for the price, it's just it's just great. Especially like I could have as many digital products that I want. But anyway. That's kind of um, what it is. Like, that's, Podia, that's if you want to add, pay us. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> you need to pay us. Okay? This man already said he is a tech ho. He, he has used everything. He'll give you a good review. Reach yes. out right now. Yeah. Um, this is this is really really powerful for people who might be. Uh, creative or they understand the power of video and they're just trying to get an understanding of okay how can i now leverage this in a way that really is integrated with my technology but also with my sales my mm -hmm. sales funnel um I, can i, I say one more thing real quick? yes of course please. um because i know because i just know i'm going to get someone who's like well what does he mean by integrated? Like, I don't understand that. Okay, well, let me break it down even break more, right? So it, this is going to be dependent on if you either are a solopreneur or if you got a team, okay? If you are a solopreneur, um, you're probably doing everything yourself. You're probably doing so many marketing activities without a damn strategy that is unified, right? That you can actually measure the ROI on it. Um, okay. And so, uh, what I recommend is using YouTube as your core, like content home, basically, right? You're benefiting from the search engine. You is long form content is an easy place to build connection, authority, and trust and get, and get people to convert, uh, with that kind of content. Right. Um, now you can also be visible on other platforms as well, such as Instagram, your blog posts. Pinterest, if you wanted to, LinkedIn, because 
YouTube is a video-based um, platform, and that is one of the highest, um, rich, like, like the richest form of media that you could use in so many different ways. So you can definitely leverage it by transcribing that YouTube video, creating a blog post, if not multiple blog posts out of that, creating multiple pins out of that, and then um, also taking highlights out of that um, and creating uh, carousel posts, reels, and not just reels from you just like taking a clip. I'm saying you could recreate a whole thing by just you just reading one of the paragraphs in a blog post and make a and make a and make a like a, a thing from that, right? There's so many ways that you could leverage that kind of content a lot more easier. That if you just took two hours, two hours a month, you would have all of your content done, and it's all consistent with the strategy, which is to get them, um, to get them further and further down your. Um, your customer buying journey, right? All the call to actions is to either get onto the email list, buy this thing, right? That's if you're a solopreneur. Now, it's even better if you have a content team, right? If you have a content team, this means that you should only be doing the videos and that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's all that you need to be doing. And But what happens, um, like I said before, it, it, it is that they hire support and they start having, um, everybody has their own strategy. So the CEO is like, okay, well, you're the expert. I'm just going to go, okay, okay, tell me what I need, need, need to do. And then they got three people telling them what they need to do different times throughout the, um, the week. This you know what I'm saying? Preaching. And so what, so what you need is a more integrated marketing strategy. And what that means is that you are only recording two to three core pieces of content um, each month. After that, your team knows how to run the play for you. You have processes in place. You, they already have, have um, processes to know what they need to do with that said content and who is responsible for what thing and at what time and what actions trigger for them to start doing their part of the job. Okay, that way, and then them using, and then with you having that, that rich media of like, of like video, they're able to already understand your expertise, your core concepts, your personality, your brand, all that good stuff, so they can write captions for you very easily and, and you can easily approve them, right? There's no more of you worrying about, oh, this doesn't sound like me, and then, and then, and then you're back into this content creator role that you don't need to really be in, right? You can rest assured that you can spend 10% of your, um, of your uh, marketing focus, that's it, right? And your team is running the play because everything is integrated. The processes are there and the content strategy is solid. So that's what it is. So that's really what it is. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody else just realized this. If you're listening to this while you're driving uh, or, you know, you're at your desk or you're washing dishes, I'm sure your mouth is completely on the floor. Uh, what Jamar just explained is how for you to find peace while trying to be online. Okay? We've talked about this in many different episodes and, you know, content batching, pillar, all that type of stuff. But he broke it down step by step, whether you are a solopreneur, whether you have a team that is supporting you. And 
there is there is a reason why I guess your, your skin is glowing is because you have stress free, and uh, you're like you know what I don't have to be out here stressing out needing to make seventeen different reels every single month, but we're gonna use um, our brains and we're gonna make a large piece of content, chop it up, and we mentioned this with our episode with Amber Figlow a few episodes back. With the advent of ChatGPT and AI, you can use specific things to help you even uh, do some of these things faster. Now, these things do not replace a human, but they can make some things faster. You can transcribe your video and then feed it into ChatGPT to ask for a summary or ask for a newsletter, and it can take your words. It will take your words and summarize it to a point where it's good enough that you can maybe make some edits and send it off as a newsletter promoting your video in your newsletter or have a blog post on the same topic using your own words. So you can do this in a way uh, where it kind of identifies which things will work with some of the keywords that match your niche that you're in right now. So you can use AI to be beneficial for you so you're not racking your brains doing tedious labor or what used to be tedious labor. And you could also use that to your advantage if you have a team or if you're a solopreneur. But especially if you're a solopreneur, Make it easier for yourself. You've already you've you are already the expert, and you've already said it all. Maybe in a long form video. Well, maybe you ask it to make an outline for a blog post out of that video, and then you go just fill in the blanks. Say, okay, well here's the outline. I, I can do the rest. So it sounds like me, but it's different, but it's the same. That way, it's the same content. You're driving people to that point of a decision. That's the whole point of all of this. A decision has to be made. And whether it's whether you're a content creator, you want them to you know join your course, your class, or whatever, or if you are a business and you are selling a product or a service, at some point somebody needs to make a decision. So you might as well be extremely intentional with how you choose and deliver the types of video that you do. And again, if you missed it, rewind even further back, Jamar laid out for us what types of videos are you, are you supposed to make for you he basically gave the entire business away for free and if you didn't figure that out by now i think you yep. might have missed it you might have i'm very it. gracious but you know what happens <laughs> i do this all the time i'm always giving giving shit away and people still need help so you know i'm 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 okay. <laughs> so cash the checks. That's okay. If they still need help, you can you can struggle through it. But I tell you right now, the businesses who value um, somebody who knows the way, uh, they will gladly pay you to say, you know what? I probably could sit down and take a month and figure this out and set all this up in the SOPs and all these systems, or I could just call Jamar and say, Jamar, hook a brother up. Help me figure out, you know, just tell me the steps that I got to take and I can, I'm, I'll be a good student, you know. I will listen for you to tell me what I need to do um, and that's going to save me so much time and I'll gladly pay for it because, you know, time is money. Uh, I, I want you, before we, we go, let us know how can people, A, support you, B, find out about you, contact you, reach you, all that kind of good stuff. 
Yeah. So if you all want to like learn more about me in, in, in real time, I highly recommend um, finding me up on Instagram at Jamara Diggs. If you want to learn more about my concepts and things like that, of course, follow my YouTube channel, which is also at Jamara Diggs as well. Um, uh, at the time of this, of this episode, I am launching for the first time a brand new community called the Low Lift Club, which is going to show you exactly how to make marketing only 10% of your CEO activity, where you get all of my all of my trainings and resources and, and access to everything with um, all of the membership um, things um, for just $97 right now. Um, and that is going to be releasing um, soon. So the waitlist is going to be in my um, bio too. Um, if not, everything is going to be at jamardix.com. Awesome. We're going to have all of uh, Jamar's links uh, in the show notes. So you'll be able to get them there and inside the description of the YouTube video if you're watching this. Uh, but before we go, please live a like, leave a like, uh, subscribe. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, we appreciate it. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, uh, Apple podcast or spotify go ahead and leave a review it does help us uh get this content out to as many people as possible we love helping creators and entrepreneurs uh succeed jamar I've, i'm really thankful that i've been able to uh have this conversation with you today it's been really really powerful uh thank you so much for having me okay guys i've been bart peace out <laughs>